Welcome to the Hope Elam Podcast. We are a diverse church in the heart of Des Moines, seeking to bring God's kingdom as we live more like Jesus. We hope that what you're about to hear points you to Jesus Christ. Know that we're praying for you and look forward to connecting with you soon. feel it. I do. And you know, you have to step out on faith. You really do. And I'm just trusting God that your personal relationship with him will help you examine that, will help you analyze that today. And if he tells you to come forth, please come forth in your heart, mind, and soul. Not for me, but for him. Turn to your neighbor and say, is that you? I feel that. Oh yeah, y'all scared. Y'all scared. No, ain't nothing gonna happen. Stay in your seat. This is going to be straight Bible today. Straight Bible because we're a new church. And we're going to start right at the beginning when he said, upon this rock I build my church. We're going to go all the way back to the beginning. So don't worry. I don't want to scare you now because if you don't know me by now, ah, you will never know. I'm just, okay. Here we are. Say what? What a new, what a new series. Say what? We'll take it. And the title today, wow, The Cost of Discipleship. Notice it doesn't say membership. Uh, you like that? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's the cost of discipleship. The cost is a call, and the call is because of the Christ. And because of the Christ, we want to have communion and communication and connection with him because the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. It all belongs to him. He, the one who speaks in the fish skip down the liquid corridor at night, he speak and the sun shine and the flowers bloom. He's God. He's Yahweh. Cost of discipleship. We're going to jump off here. I, I will say the Bible. Um, that I'm, yeah, I'm going to do caught in a situation. Yeah, I feel you today. But I'm going to say it right now. I'd be so glad when breakfast starts. I ain't going to lie. I'm hungry. Okay. Anybody else hungry out there? Am I the only one? Okay. Okay. So watch it. We're going to get fed spiritually first. And then we're going to go get some physical food. Cheryl Hurst, I gave her permission to leave a little early and like that grill. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But this baptized family, it's my guy. I promise you I won't shortchange you. But here's the good news for everybody in here today, Nancy. It won't take me long to be strong. All right, we jump off here. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, an erudite and cerebral German theologian. He penned in his book, The Cost of Discipleship. Very lucidly, 
he elaborated and elucidated that the goal of a disciple is to place God above all else. The goal of the disciple is to love God more than these. If you are a disciple, you are diligent in spending time with him, talking to him, praying to him, listening to him. You are dedicated in your study time with God as you study to show yourself approved. You're striving to be a disciple. You're going to pant after him like the deer panted by the water brook. You're going to long for the intimacy of his touch. You're going to seek him while he can be found, and you're going to call on his name while he's near because you're striving to be a disciple and not a member. I'm talking about the cost of discipleship. Let's get in it. As they say, let's get it. Oh, wrong house. Uh, let's turn to our text. Here. I thought I was in Detroit. I'm sorry, but I forgot. Detroit, we get it. But here, uh, can you turn with me, please? I'm talking about Dietrich Bonhoeffer, so that should center you even more. Disciple, why? Ooh, that scared me. John 8, 31. You are truly my disciple, if you stay faithful to my teachings. You know I'm back. You can fact check me at any time, but I've already warmed up at nine, so we good to go. John 13, 35. If we love one another, we will prove to the world that we are truly disciples. Why do you want to be a disciple? Because of the love of God, the one who loved you so much he gave his only begotten son, the love of God, the love that covers a multitude of sin, the love of God who looked beyond your faults and supplied what you need, the love of God, the love of God that's a, a covenant and not a contract. His love, you want to be a disciple because God's love is unconditional. It's not a contract. Come on, a contract. Any lawyers in the house? A contract is if you do this, then I'll do that. That's a contract. But the love and the covenant that God has with us, no matter what you do, what you say, where you go, who you hate, he going to love you anyway because he's an almighty God. He created you. He sustains you. He redeems you. He loves you. That's why you want to be a disciple. And he's already swallowed death up in victory. That's why you want to be a disciple. That's why. Why? Because he will supply all your needs. Why? He will direct your path. Why? He'll be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Why? So you can order your steps. 
in his word. Why? Because he's your light. I'm gone now. And your salvation. Whom shall you fear? Whom shall you be afraid? Why? Because he's your shepherd and you shall not want. Why? Because though they slay me, yet I trust in him and I'm going to wait till my change come because I know my redeemer lives because my redeemer lives inside of me. Why? Why? I was a little rusty at nine, but I see my help coming. My help coming now. So we go to the doctrine, the what? The what? Matthew 6.16. It says, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Now, those of you looking in your word, you can see the disciples talking about bread. But why are they talking about bread? It couldn't be about bread because Jesus took two loaves of bread and some fish and fed 5,000. It couldn't be about the bread. Then he turned around and fed 4,000. So it couldn't have been about the bread. And then they realized it was about the deception that the Pharisees and Sadducees was was telling the disciples. He was giving them false doctrine. Don't you know, 2 Corinthians 11, 14, don't you know the devil disguises himself as an angel of light? Don't you know that the devil has ministers of the gospel as well? So you got to know the doctrine so you know why you believe, who you believe, and you be able to defend what you believe. You able to defend what you believe. It's something about the doctrine. He said, it's yeast. It's fungi. It's bacteria. But God had it under control because you know, if you put yeast in some bread, it only rises if you put it in the, in the oven. Yeah, yeah. He got to put some heat up under you. Hey, you know what? Don't let God squeeze the glory out of you. Give it to him willingly. That's what God wants you to do. But wait a minute. It's something about you got to have the crucifixion before the resurrection. Wait a minute. Before grapes can become liquid or wine, come on, you have to what? Crush it. Before you can get olive oil out of an olive, guess what? You got to press it. Guess what? In order for God to get the glory out of us, he got to put us in the fire, but we won't get burned. Psalm 97 and 3 says the fire goes out before him. I'm going to just stop right here and say, if you're going through the fire right now, there's always a purging before the promotion. So what I'm telling you, if you're going through something right now, you better hold on because help is on the way. God said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll be with you in the beginning and the end. I am Alpha. I am the Omega. I am the Rose of Sharon, Lily of the Valley, Bright and Morning Star, Wheel in the middle of the wheel. I am God all by my This is what goes into being a disciple, to burn stuff. You're not here to just come and chill. You're not. 
You're here to get into the doctrine so you can become a disciple. And the reason you want to become a disciple is because then you will have discernment. That's the who. Matthew 16, 13. Jesus says, who do they, who do they say the son of man is? Who do, who do you say that I am? Well, you John the Baptist. No, you ain't John the Baptist. You Elijah. No, you ain't Elijah. You Jeremiah. Then Peter, the preacher, the main one who was going to deny him that said in the doctrine, it was Peter, said, you are the son of the living God. Then Jesus turned to Peter because he knew Peter was going to deny him and go fishing when he should have been going to Jerusalem. Peter was his own man. So he said, Simon Peter, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. Ha, huh, I want to put a pin in it. It took him a while, but I think we better now. Once God gives you a revelation, he has to make that revelation manifested in reality. Oh, no, okay, y'all didn't get it too. And this, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to wipe my bra, and I'm going to say it again, and then I'm going to give you a window of application so you can see it. You pray to God. I'm not in your life. No, it's personal. This between you and God, it don't have nothing to do with me. I'm just trying to tell you how to get discernment out of the word of God, revelation. God, you pray. God drops something in your spirit. He reveals something to you that you know is going to come true, but you have not yet manifested yet. Oh, no, I must be on this side. Have you ever prayed for something that you really, really wanted and you were scared to tell somebody because you ain't got it yet? You know, you know it's on its way, but you just haven't got it yet. So God had to give the revelation Peter had. He had to turn it into manifestation and Jesus was standing right in front of him. That's why once he got the revelation, he said, up, oh, you the son of the living God. Hmm. I did, if I can, faith at nine, but Vanetta, since you're here, huh, I just feel it right now. For y'all who didn't come to Tisa's funeral, the reason some of y'all ain't moved right now because y'all caught in a situation. Yeah. There's something going on in your life that got you stuck. You can't move. You sort of caught. You can't raise your hands. You can't clap your hands. You can't stomp your feet. You can't open your mouth. You just stuck. You stuck thinking God needs you when that isn't the case at all. You need God. But because you stuck, you are caught in a situation. Ah, I use Mark 5. I use Old New Testament at 9. I'm going to use Old Testament today. Is that all right? I'm going to use Exodus, the 17th chapter. Ah, look at Moses caught in a situation. Any Bible readers out there? The Amalekites, they about to tear Moses up. And Moses knew he was talking to Aaron and he was talking to Earth. And he said, wow, what should I do? The revelation God gave Moses, he said, Moses, if you lift your rod up, you will defeat the Malachites. But don't you know the rod of Aaron is heavy? Sort of like that you carrying around in your heart. 
Sort of like that guilt you got in your heart. Sort of like that unforgiveness you got in your heart. Sort of like that thing you trying to beat, you said you was gonna quit and you haven't quit yet. You know, it's heavy, it's heavy, it's heavy. And you try, oh Jesus must be over here. You trying to fake it until you make it. Oh, and it's, oh my brother, you feeling me. You know, and it's heavy, but you don't want nobody to know it's heavy because they think you all that a bag of chips and a Milky Way bar. So you don't want to let them know. And it got heavy. And Aaron and her Moses was like, do something. I'm caught in a situation. We about to die. And Aaron and her, they went and got a rock. I know some of y'all done went to Exodus 17 right now. Y'all better tell these people, whoop, there it is. You better tell them, whoop, it's in there. They went and got a rock, and if it's NLT, it's a stone. No Bible readers today. No, y'all ain't. Oh, y'all ain't going to help me preach today, huh? Okay, well, I'm going to slam down, then y'all ain't going to help me. I'll just, you know, just say it. Okay, well, what happened? He went and got a rock. And he put the rock up under Moses' arm. And when he put the rock up under there, guess what? His arms stayed up. And when his arms stayed up, they won the battle. See, I can't be like y'all. I said I wasn't going to tell nobody, but I just can't keep it to myself. My God has been good to me. And every time when I got rocking and rolling in my life, I went to the rock. And that rock made me steady. Any Aretha Franklin fans in the house, Aretha Franklin say, he'll make it rock. Y'all better go watch respect. That's right. He's the rock in the weary. Some Bible readers. Let's go to the text. I ain't work no more harder. Okay. What time is it? Okay. We'll wrap this up. Okay. Now, I say to you, Peter, which means rock. Now, Peter was the preacher, and his name means rock. But he didn't want to build his foundation on God. He wanted to build a foundation on flesh. Uh, John 6, 63, I'm going now. It says the flesh profits nothing, but in the spirit there is life. Now, if a Bible reader in there, you know it was Peter the one who stood up and said, Lord, we're not going to leave you. We're going to be here with you. We're going to die with you. And it's right there in John, the sixth chapter, when he told Peter, before the cock crow three times, Reverend, you're going to deny me. Wow. Same Peter in the rock. I will build my church. Got to do this homework. Do you know when Jesus told Peter that he had no idea what the church was even about? He didn't have an idea. If you slide over to Acts chapter 1, it tells you. Come on, when he told Peter he was going to build a church, Peter thought it was about the kingdom. What he said, he said, Lord, are you going to restore the kingdom? Can I tell you something? You got to do the church first before you get to the kingdom. You got to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. If you want to be a true disciple, he's going to build his church and the foundation is God. The same stone, Acts 14, 12, Acts 4, 12, thank you, Holy Spirit. The same stone that the builders rejected became the head of the corner. Y'all missed that. The same thing you rejected may be the same thing God sent into you, but because you want to do it rather than him. 
You tell God, no. Okay. All powers of hell will not defeat it, will not conquer it. I believe Deshaun said because we're more than conquerors. Now, the reason the church is the assignment is because our job is to go make disciples. But you can't teach what you don't know. You can't lead. Ah, oh, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So we got to be disciples first. Amen. I'm not mad. I want to I go back. Come on. A disciple meant teeth. Teachable. You got to be teachable. You got to be trained. You got to want to learn. I'm going back to the drawing board with you. I'm not spitting the scriptures to say I can know the scriptures and you don't know. My job is to help develop you in the scriptures. Say amen. Come on, say amen. We can't go no further if you don't say amen. Because if you don't say amen, why are we coming if we're not making disciples, if we're not giving glory to God, if we're not loving God with all our heart, minds, and soul, if we're not loving our neighbors as ourselves, why are you coming? That's our assignment. Hope Elam, we 10 months old. We've been fighting for 10 months. Now it's time to go to work, though. Because if, if, y'all, if I'm, I'm, I'm mandated by God to love you now, this is my church. Wait, online people. This is my church, and the people here are my family. We are family, and we got all the Christians with me. Now, if you don't want to consider me your family, then you have a fundamental decision to make. Okay. It's the assignment. I believe God put us here on the assignment, but once the assignment comes, what time is it? The adversary comes. The one who kills, steals, devours, and destroys. Uh-huh. Once you get your assignment, the parents, you have an assignment. That's your assignment, and you have to be diligent and dedicated to that assignment because dad, as much as he loving mama right now, the only person can make him a man, that be you. Okay, I'm sorry, that was just a sidebar. He was just leaning forward like he wanted me to speak that champion because you are a champion. Oh, God, look at her smiling. You, you are her champion. Ah. Ha, look at him, yeah. Ha, there it is. Thank you, God. So the adversary's gonna come now that you're your champion. Now that we say we're disciples, now we say we're gonna, we know the assignment. Now we say our job is to grow hope, Elam. Now we say our job is to feed the hungry, clothe the naked, to pray for Genesis Foundation, to pray for Joshua Christian Academy, to pray for FCA, to pray for Vanetta. That's our assignment. Now, the enemy's going to come and tell us, don't do it. The enemy's going to come and say, it's not for you. The enemy's going to come and put all kind of yeast in your ear. That's what the adversary does. And so look what Jesus turned and says, get away from me, Satan. You're setting a dangerous trap. Sin is lying at the door right now at your home waiting for you. Genesis 4. It's lying at the door. Sin is lying at the door waiting for you to come home. Sin done text you right now if you look at your phone. 
Sin done told you to look me up on Instagram. Yeah. It's setting a trap. Because here's one. I'm going to run right by it. I'm going to run right by it because I don't want to say what I want to. You're looking at it from a... But you're saying you're a disciple. But you're looking at it from a human point of view and not God. So God has to flip the script. He has to give you authority to overcome the adversary so you can fulfill the assignment. Show me that authority. Give me those keys. Bam! I told you it was there. I will give you the key. Oh, y'all should, yeah. Somebody, yeah, somebody should get happy. Some, I didn't have them at nine, but I got Your key's in your pocket. The keys, they're there. God has, God has given you the keys to the kingdom. But right now, my kingdom say BMW, but don't worry about that. Uh, y'all get that when y'all get home. Y'all get that. Keys to the kingdom. All right. Yeah, come on. Come on, get your keys. Get your keys. Come on, get your keys. Come on. Everybody, let's show the devil. Let's show the devil. Let's show it. Get your keys. Get your keys. And let's ride them. Get your keys. Get, ah, get your keys. Get your keys. Come on, I'm going to take it off the sermon. Just get your keys. Come on, just get your keys around. We got the keys to the kingdom. Ah. I'm, you going? Say, I'm going. Say, I'm going. Say, I'm going. Say, I'm going. We ain't going to even get to the binding and loosen. I'll open that up next week. Don't you know you can bind stuff up and then loosen stuff? Don't you know you got that authority because you got the keys? And the keys give you that authority so when the adversary come, you can fulfill the assignment. Come on, I believe now, oh, but now I got to say it. I believe God gave Teach the revelation of what she wanted to happen in our music department. Just so happens he had to take her life so he could, man, oh, Jesus Christ. Woo! Y'all will see what I'm talking about next week. Next one, access. I am the living one. I died. I died. Christ, he died so you could live. Ah, somebody should be, somebody should say, oh my God. I died so you could live. But look, I am forever and ever, everlasting and everlasting, and I hold the, to what? Death. If it's not for you, don't be selfish, but this is for somebody today. Right now, say, God hit your target. They hearing these keys. Right in their purse, right in their pocket, and they don't know to reach for them. All you got to do is open your heart right now in the name of Jesus. Not to me, but to God. Just open your heart right now. Not, you, got, you got everything you need is right in your pocket or in your purse. Everything you need. So, God, if that's you, I want you to say, I surrender all, God. Just to yourself, not to me. Say, I want to become a disciple because I want access to you. Yeah, you can take it. It's gone. Yeah, we do. Access to you. An entrance. God is giving us an entrance into the kingdom. We have that entrance into the kingdom because we say we are a disciple. And once you say you are a disciple, then you want to follow his doctrine, which is the word of God which is the word made flesh, which is sharper than a two-edged sword, 
which heaven and earth may pass away, but the word of God, it stands forever. That's the doctrine. You're a disciple because we're following the doctrine. And the reason we're following the doctrine because we want discernment. 1 John 4, 1 says, try the spirit by the spirit. So then when you hear false teaching, you will know it. How you going to know false teaching if you don't know the doctrine, if you don't have the spirit? And the reason he wants you to give you the discernment is because we have an assignment to fulfill. Oh, Jesus. Are y'all with me? I'm hoping. I'm talking to the disciples now. And I'm talking to the person who's going to change their life right now. The reason I want you to change your life because God has an assignment for you. And you will get the blessings he has for you once you fulfill the assignment. But the reason some of you have not fulfilled the assignment is because the adversary is hitting you upside the head. And because the adversary is hitting you upside the head, he has to give you the authority to defeat the adversary. And the authority to defeat the adversary is he gives you access to where he lives. He gives you access to him. He gives you access to Jesus. He gives you access to the one who says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to my Father but by me. You have access to God. And because you have access to God, you are his disciple. And because you are his disciple, it's time to get taught. It's time to be teachable. It's time to come to Bible study. It's time to join Alpha. It's time to get in a small group and study the Word of God. That's what it's time. It's time to go to work. Hope Elam. That's what it's time for. I'll do better next week. I promise. I promise. I just had to get this. Come on, Corey. I promise you. I just had to get this off me because it's time to go to work. I don't want y'all standing and clapping and saying, I'm not all that. I'm nothing, really. I want to come to work. I want you to come work. Come you know, that's why I speak to you. Come work. We got to work. We got to grow the church. That's our assignment. That's our job. We are disciples. And if you have that discernment, right now, just close your eyes and say, thank you, Jesus. You don't have to say it loud. Because can you feel it? We didn't even get to that. But can you feel it? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Toya, Deshaun, you feeling it? Kyle, you feeling it? Are you feeling it, Jed? Are you feeling it? Are you feeling it? Are you feeling it? Are you feeling it? Jesus, oh my God. I, I, do you feel it? It is the sound. What you feel is the sound of Jubilee. My time is up. Thank you for yours. Thanks so much for joining us. To find out more about Hope Elam, follow us on Instagram at hope.elam or visit our website at hope-elam.org.